Do you have goals for your life? Do you want to grow in God? Join me as we deep dive into real and relevant strategies that ignite you to seek God and slay goals. Hey, y'all. Get ready for a discussion about life, business, relationships, and more, all from a biblical perspective. And I'm your host, Felicia L. Henry. Hello. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Seek God Slay Goals podcast. And today it is a solo episode with me, Felicia, your host of the podcast. And today I have a few things that I want to touch on. Um, what I really want to focus on, and you've probably already seen the title, I want to focus on this whole idea of lazy Christianity. Okay, lazy Christianity. Um, now, before I actually hop into what I want to share, I had posted on my Facebook page ex- asking you guys to give me some suggestions of topics that you would want to hear on the podcast. And a few of you actually did share some topics. You shared some good topics. And so while I'm not going to talk about those items today, only because Thursday morning, well, the day before this podcast was released, um, God did kind of lay something on my heart to share with you all. But those topics are that you all suggested, those topics are going to be incorporated in other episodes of the podcast. So make sure that you stay tuned and that you are subscribed and that you are listening to the episodes so that you can hear um, just the conversation and the content around the topics that you all suggested. Podcasts are released every Friday. You all know that for the rest of 2020. And I did not know what I wanted to talk about. But Thursday morning, as I was reading a devotional, something dropped in my spirit. And I was reading and um, I'll, I'll let you guys know the different scriptures that, that I was reading. But what I, what I noticed or what I, I kind of was gathering was that a lot of the scriptures were active. A lot of the, the scriptures were requiring us to do work, right? A lot of the scriptures were, um, you know, just telling us to be proactive and to be active. But a lot of times when it comes to Christianity and we think about some of the expectations that we have, we're very passive or we're in a space where we are sitting back and we're waiting for God to quote unquote do something. You know, we want God to move. We want God to take pain away. We want God to remove certain things from us. You know, we're waiting for God to bless us. And it seems like a very passive, a very passive encounter where we are just sitting and waiting and receiving, and we are not uh, participating in the process. But the scriptures are very clear that when it comes to how we are to live, that there are going to be times where we have to do the work right? We have to do the work and we have to be active and proactive in the process. And so as I was reading, I was reading a devotional this morning. And as I was reading, um, it brought me to a passage in Corinthians. And I want to share it with you all. It's a very familiar passage, 2 Corinthians chapter 10. And I'm going to read verses four through six. And I'm in the ESV version. It says, for the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. 
we destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ, being ready to punish every disobedience when your obedience is complete. Right. And so there are so many action words. There's so many verbs in this that we are supposed to be doing. We destroy arguments. Right. So we're, it's not saying, OK, God destroy these arguments. It's saying we destroy arguments. We destroy every lofty opinion that's raised against the knowledge of God. Right. So it's not God take this thought away from me. We are supposed to be doing these things. Right. And we are taking every thought captive to obey Christ. So it's not, oh, God, take these thoughts, keep these thoughts away from me. No, we are to be active. We are to be doing the work and participating in this process, right? Being ready to punish every disobedience when your obedience is complete. And so again, I've just, you know, it's, it's kind of been on my heart a little bit. And even in the next episode that you guys are going to hear, um, you'll hear me touching on this a little bit because it just seems like we have we have gotten lazy in our belief. We have gotten lazy as Christians and we just really are looking to receive. We're always in expectation um, without thinking that we have to do anything, right? And so that is just not proper. That's not appropriate. And so something else that's similarly, well, actually, let me read another scripture that is going to be familiar to you all. There is a passage of scripture, James chapter four, verse seven. It says, submit yourselves therefore to God, resist the devil and he will flee. Again, a lot of times when we pray, we are praying for God to do these things that we have the power, that we have the authority. If we would have the discipline, right, to do, we have the power and authority over these things to make them happen, right? So the scripture is clearly saying, resist the devil and he will flee. But a lot of times we're not doing that work. We've gotten lazy in our um just how we live out our lives as Christians. We don't resist the devil. In fact, we invite him in. We 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 don't resist him. Um, when we're tempted, we don't fight the temptations. You know, and a lot of times we are just laying passive, but we have to become active participants in this process, right? It is no longer acceptable for us just to be lazy and expecting a certain thing without putting in work or without doing what is expected of us, okay? And so those two scriptures, again, they have a lot of um, action verbs in them. And, and these are only two that, you know, were placed on my heart as I was reading Thursday morning. Um, but there are so many in the scriptures, even scriptures that talk about going into the world, go ye therefore, right? We are called to go, we're called to action, we're not called to be um, idle. And I think that is just, it's an unfortunate phenomenon that's happening within the body of Christ. You know, we have literally become lazy. And something I posted on uh, social media the other, the other day was this whole idea about loving God and living for God, right? And because we have gotten lazy, we think that it's enough to just love God. Loving God is good. Loving God is great. We all should love God. But as a believer, 
if you call yourself a Christian, it is not enough to just love God. We should be loving God, yes, but we should also be living for him. Again, active participants in the process. We should be living for him. Our lives uh, should be a light. You know, our lives should be the, the, the Christ, the illumination of Christ. Our lives should be the Bible that people see. And that requires action. That requires us to do work. That requires us to, you know, look within and soul search and, and be Christ-like, right? We have to be Christ-like. And we can't be Christ-like. That takes effort. That takes energy. We can't be Christ-like in a passive way. Why? Because the world that we are in needs us to be active, right? We have to show the love of Christ in this world. The world is literally gone mad right now. And so we as kingdom citizens, we as believers, you know, we who call ourselves Christians, there's a work for us to do. There's a work for us to do, but are we going to be doing this work? And so how can we get to the place where we are no longer these lazy Christians, right? And if you take offense to it, you take offense to it. But I am reading a book about offense called The Bait of Satan, which I would definitely, definitely recommend to everyone, right? Um, talking about offense and how it's Satan, uh, say, the bait of Satan, how offense is the bait of Satan to get us to live below, you know, what it is that God really has for us and how it keeps us in, you know, just demonic cycles and traps because we are caught in this cycle of, of offense. We're caught in this trap of unforgiveness. Um, it's a really good book. And so if you're feeling like you're offended by this message, maybe it's because it applies to you, or maybe it's because, you know, um, you know that you have to do better. And I'm not saying you like, I don't have to do better. I have to do better too, right? I have to be more proactive in certain areas, right? So this is a call to all, including myself, right? We can no longer be lazy Christians. The world cannot afford for us to be lazy Christians, right? We have to stand up in our rightful places. We have to show Christ to the world. We have to be the light. We have to get out here, evangelize, save souls, right? We have to be proactive. We can't just, this cannot be an experience where we are only expecting God to bless us. It cannot be. That cannot be the pinnacle of the experience, right? And I'm so excited to even we recorded the episode today, but the next episode with my guest, Christian Winners, we kind of dig into some of this stuff. The, the pinnacle of your Christianity, um, of your Christian experience, it cannot be that you're going to be blessed. It can't, right? We are called to show Christ to the world and the world needs us, right? The, world's, the world needs us to be interceding right now. The world needs us right now to be showing the love of Christ. The world needs to see our faith right now. And we can't do that if we're passive. We can't do that if we're being lazy. And so this is really just a call, a call for us to reignite that passion, right? Remember, go back to the place where you first met Christ and you were on fire for him and you wanted to tell everybody about Christ, right? And you were very intentional about your, your, your walk, your relationship and your development in Christ. And somewhere along the way, you got comfortable. Somewhere along the way, 
you got lazy and you stopped telling people about Christ or you stopped being vocal about it, you stopped doing your part and, and you got comfortable and, and you wanted just to receive and not to give. So go back to that place, right? Reignite your passion. So how can we stop being lazy Christians, right? Number one, go back to the place where you first met him, right? We all have we all have a story of how we were introduced to Christ or even just how our relationship with him developed, right? Not talking about when you started going to church, but when you really had an encounter where you really started developing your relationship with Christ and you were excited about it. Go back to that place in your mind and try to reignite that passion, right? You, you have to start in your mind. And if you're struggling with that, pray. Prayer should always be our first option. So if you're struggling, God, I don't know. My passion has, has died down. I don't know. I know that I, I've become a lazy Christian. You know, my fire has died down. Pray and ask God to reignite that fire. When you think about a fire, <laughs> a fire just doesn't start. Something has to ignite the fire. In the old days, you had to rub twig twigs or rub things together and then something would spark. Sometimes now you have to put kerosene. I think it's called kerosene. Put kerosene on something and then you have to light a match to it, right? So there's even you have to you have to be intentionally ignite the fire. So how can you ignite the fire in, in your relationship with Christ? Right? Go to him in prayer. Be honest and open and vulnerable with him about the state of your heart and the state of your relationship. Be intentional about spending time with God, even if you don't know what to say, even if you don't have anything to say. Be intentional about being in his presence. And I promise you, I promise you, if you are intentional about being in his presence, he will begin to work on your heart. And sometimes it might take longer than, than, other, than other times. I know sometimes when I'm I'm in my time where, you know, I have a few hours and I am, you know, supposed to be in praise and worship, sometimes it takes a while for me. The first hour maybe. I don't have anything to say. I'm just I'm just sitting and I'm meditating. You know, I don't always have the words for about an hour, right? We have to stop comparing what we see and what we hear on social media. Go at your pace. Sometimes it takes me an hour to start you know, feeling something to start feeling like my heart is being adjusted or, or to, to even begin to feel his presence or to feel his comfort. It, it takes time. And so you have to be intentional about being in his presence and you can't give up in the process, right? Even if you don't, you don't feel like it, you have to be resolute. The story where uh, Jacob said, you know, I'm not going to let you go until you bless me, right? Where he was wrestling with with the angel. He's wrestling with God. He said, I'm not going to let you go until you bless me. You have to be that resolute. When you are looking to experience the presence of God, you have to say, I'm not going to leave this space until you show up, until I, until I can feel you. Because he's there, but until I can, I can feel you, until you can begin to feel like you'll, you'll begin to feel relief. You'll, you'll begin to feel chains breaking. You'll begin to feel 
him just moving. I remember one time, you know, we were called to give an offering, um, but I, I felt a little, you know, I had some offense in my heart about something that was going on. And I knew that I would not be able to give this offering um, cheerfully. I would not be able to give this offering in good faith. And so what I did was I went into prayer and I stayed in prayer and I stayed there until whatever my issues were, I laid them there. I left them there until I felt, until I was confident that God had, had changed my heart. I did not give that offering. It was only until God had adjusted my heart and, and I had spent that intentional time in his presence for him to be able to do that that I gave, right? But it's possible. I say all that to say that it is possible if you are intentional with being in his presence. So Rick, you know, go back in your mind to that place where you were on fire and begin to reignite that passion. Be intentional about being in the presence of God. Okay, how else can we stop being lazy Christians? We have to get away from other lazy Christians. Okay, <laughs> you know, if everybody is around, like you'll, you'll pick up what everybody around you is doing. If you know that there are some other people that are on fire for God, you need to get around those people. If you know there are some people around you that are lazy Christians or not necessarily in the same space that you are in and in your walk, you know, you're trying to grow, you're trying to develop, and they may be complacent with where they are, or they may just, you know, just not be where you are. You have to, you have to get away from other lazy Christians, right? I think we, we struggle a lot. We struggle a lot with outgrowing people. I, I mentioned this in a different capacity, not even related to Christianity, but we struggle a lot to let go or to stop being around people that we have outgrown. It's not that you have to abandon people, but the people around you should be helping you to develop. They should be helping you to grow. And if they are not helping you to do that, they are stunting your growth. And that is how you become a lazy Christian. You're, you're probably around some other lazy Christians. And so if we want to stop that pattern, then we have to get into a different environment. We have to get into a different environment, right? When, when we're thinking about environment, when we're thinking about seeds that are planted, right? If you've ever studied about seeds and just fruit, Fruit does not just pop up on a tree. It starts as a seed and that seed has to be put into the ground or, or wherever, right? The seed has to be planted, but then it has to be in the right type of soil. It has to be nurtured, right? It has to be watered properly. It has to be in the right temperature. Certain, certain seeds need to be in certain temperatures for that fruit to grow, right? And so that's the same thing with, with you with your spiritual growth or just your personal growth, right? It's like a seed that's being planted. It has to be in the right environment for it to be able to grow. And so are you in the right environment? Are you in the right environment? And you really literally have to look at all of the people that, that surround you. Are they helping you grow? And if they're not, you have to accept that they are stunting your growth and you have to get away from them. Okay, that does not mean they can't be a part of your life, but you may just have to change the capacity in which they are in your life. So reignite your passion, get away from other lazy Christians, and then you really just have to be disciplined. 
you have to be disciplined. You you have to, I say this a lot and it applies to so much when it comes to our walk. You just have to put in the work, right? You have to be disciplined enough to put in the work and to do it to a point where you actually see the change and do it to the point where you actually see the fruit, right? And do it to the point where you actually see the results, right? We cannot get weary in well-doing, right? Isn't that what the Bible says? Be not weary in well-doing for in due season, you'll reap if you faint not. But a lot of times we faint before it's our due season. I understand we get tired, right? And part of the reason we get tired is because we are trying to do things in our own power and in our own strength. Of course, we're going to get tired. No, but we have to tap into the strength of God, right? It says his strength is made perfect in our weakness. So we should be leaning leaning on him and not trying to do this thing on our own, right? So we have to be disciplined. We have to be disciplined and do the work and see it through until it's our due season. And my due season may not be your due season. So you can't compare and say, oh, well, she only been working for six months. And so I only need to work for six months. No, that's not how it works. That's not how it works. But in order for all of this to work, the main thing is that we need to be in relationship with Christ. We need to be in a real relationship. Our fire will be reignited if we're in a real relationship. We'll have the confidence and the boldness to get away from other lazy Christians because we're in a real relationship with Christ, right? And we'll be strengthened by that. We'll be able to be disciplined in doing the work that's necessary, right? To break free from this laziness if we're in a real relationship with Christ, okay? So this is a call, a call to all, all Christians, time out for us being lazy. We have to be proactive. We have to put in the work, right? The world needs us. The world needs us. This is not just about us being blessed, our bank accounts getting bigger and all those things. There is more to life. There is more. We have been called to more. While those things are great, those things are good. And our, our portion is abundance, and we should have access to that. There is more that is required of us. There is more. And so we have to step up. We can no longer be lazy Christians. Thank you for tuning in to the Seek God Slay Goals podcast. Stay connected with us on Facebook and Instagram at Seek God Slay Goals.